You're listening to The Lightwalker's Path with Serena Myers, the podcast that sparks real, raw, honest conversations about what it actually means to live a spiritual life. Serena is a sacred soul mentor who guides people to tap into their heart's truth so they can live their lives with purpose on purpose. Welcome to episode 40 of The Lightwalker's Path. I am your host, Serena Myers, and this week we are digging into uh, a topic that's a little bit sensitive, actually, Um, and it's one that I'm not uncomfortable talking about, but it's definitely a trap I've caught myself in in the past, and uh, it needs a little bit of light. I feel like this is kind of part of the shadow side of some of the spiritual world, And so I would like to just turn on a beacon and shine the light into this space so that we can get um, really honest and look at this. Now, you may have heard me say in past episodes that I don't know is uh, one of the biggest lies that we tell ourselves. It's when we're in this state of really deferring our power, where we are allowing ourselves to get stuck in indecision or confusion or overwhelm. And it's really because we're in this state of, we're on like this precipice of greatness and we're about to make a big leap and the ego tells us that we don't know what to do because if we don't know, we can't be faulted for not taking action, right? So I've talked about this before. I don't really want to get into it today, but this is almost the opposite problem. This is the statement that I think is probably one of the absolute biggest stunters of, of emotional and spiritual growth. And that is the statement, Ugh, I already know this. <laughs> I already know this. Now, like I said, I have been guilty of this. I have sat in events and been that person who looks like the bad kid in the back of the class, who's slumped in her chair, who's like, pol- not politely, but not entirely impolitely and dramatically either, like rolling her eyes and just really being like over this event. And I've done it where I buy books and as I'm going through it, I'm like, oh my God, I already know this. Why am I bothering? And here is the thing. We are in this constant state of receptivity. We are in a society that is completely inundated with information. We are getting it from everywhere. It's the notifications on our phones. It's our constantly updating social media channels. It is every billboard that we see when we're driving on the road. It is everywhere. We are just in sensory overload. And sometimes that means we need to hear the same things a few times for them to sink in. Not just by repetition, not just a few times from the same source, but sometimes we need to get different flavors of that message so that we not just understand it and remember it, but that we understand it and and know it with more depth and with more understanding. Unless we're taking the time to actually take the stuff that we're learning and actually integrate it and give it space to percolate, to simmer, to expose more richness to it. So long as we're just staying at the surface, we're not actually getting any of the additional layers that are behind a particular lesson or a particular message. And so when we get to this place where we completely dismiss something because we've already heard it before, we're actually denying ourselves being able to bring a lot more depth to it. Now, there's also this little harshness. (laughs) So just be with me for a second here. Um, when you have the feeling of, ugh, I already know this, 
do you also give yourself the space to use it? Are you making time for it? Do you connect with it? Do you do anything with that knowledge? To know it is one thing, but if you're not putting it to work for you, then who cares? What's the point? Now, interestingly, I had an event a while back and I had a consult with a woman who was interested in coming and she jumped on the call and she said, hey, I just want to find out like exactly what you're up to. Make sure that this is worth my time and money. And I love having those conversations because I want to make sure the people who come to my things are the right fit. And at the end of the call, she said, you know what, honestly, like, I think I actually already know all this stuff. So I think I'm going to opt out. And I was okay with that. I had this feeling that it wasn't the right decision, but at the same time, free will and all of that kind of thing. So I let it go with total love and detachment. And at the event, her friend attended and she said, oh, wow, yeah, so-and-so really wished she was here. And then she messaged me after the event when she found out the things that we had done together and said she'd wish she'd been there. Because yes, you might know it. But when you get to have another flavor of it, when you get to experience it differently because it's with a teacher you haven't worked with before, when you just get to actually make the space to put it to practice, that's really important. Let's use meditation. That's a really great example. Most people know how to meditate. Um, and so when an opportunity comes for them to attend a meditation class, they might go, ugh, I already know how to do that. So they're not going to go. But are they sitting down and making space for meditating every day? No. Are they reaping the benefits of meditation because they theoretically know how to do it, but they don't actually put it into practice? No. So there is this sort of, I hate to say this, but it's basically spiritual arrogance. And it's not because we're assholes. It's not because we think we're better than everybody. It's a trick of the ego, much in the same way that it uses, oh, I don't know, as a distraction. Oh, I already know this is the exact same distraction, but in reverse. Because so long as we are only knowing things on a theoretical level or an intellectual level, and we're not bringing it into our bodies, we're not bringing it into our energy fields, we're not bringing it into how we live our lives, the ego goes, eh, I'm not threatened. Nothing's really happening here and there's nothing to worry about. And really, it's right because it's been able to kind of play on our humanness and also our busyness and the fact that we've got other things to do. It gets to play on that to keep us from deepening further into this lesson. Here is what it comes down to. If something is coming up for you, and if it's coming up particularly over and over again, there is a reason for it. The divine has better things to do than bore you. They have better things to do than just send you the same lesson over and over again because they think you can't handle more. The divine does not think of us in that way. It doesn't feel like we're limited. And if it's presenting you with an opportunity to learn, there is something in it for you. Now, you're not going to get that if you're rolling your eyes like the kid in the back of the class saying, oh, I already know this. But if you're willing to suspend that, if you're willing to be curious, if you're willing to go into it with the eyes of a newbie, or even just sit down and listen to the newbies who are in the same conversation as you, you would be surprised of where you can go. Here is the truth. When you stop learning, you stop growing. And like, that's the name of the game, right? That's why we sign up for this stuff. 
there is a part of us that knows that we are here for deep connection, for soul expansion, for an elevation of consciousness. We understand our contribution to the greater whole because when we're doing this work, and yes, it's sometimes it's uncomfortable or it's messy or it's awkward, but we know that it's more than just us. We know that there is a bigger reason that we do this. And that's the shit that keeps us coming forward. That's the shit that even when we get knocked down, we pick ourselves back up, we dust off the mud and off we go. And we need to be able to remain open so that we're not closing ourselves off from these opportunities to learn, particularly when they're being reintroduced to us because there is a reason for that. Now, all of this brings me back to my group program, Due North. This is... um. It sounds almost contradictory here because my underlying message of Due North is that you already have everything that you need within you. So for me to say, oh, I already know this is killer. It's like, it's not. But the thing is, in this program, we are tapping into all of the stuff that you already know, but we're doing it in this way of intention and we're doing it in these circumstances that are dedicated to expanding your knowledge of these areas to experiencing them and even if you already knew it but you weren't putting it to practice this is a space where you can now dedicate x number of time you know per week or per month where you are actively putting this stuff to work and that is worthwhile so in it we go into like the foundational practices where we talk a lot about energy and energetic management so that we feel really safe and secure to be able to have these divine experiences we look, we look into the connection element, how we open up to be able to receive our guides, guides, how we get information, and how we allow ourselves to be seen. Because so long as we are bogged down in judgment or in self-criticism or self-loathing, or we can't actually look at ourselves with total truth, it makes it so much harder to be able to have these divine experiences because we put up these walls and these shields between us and the divine. And now we have to work harder to be able to break all of that down to be able to let this stuff in. We really um, focus on it being a very experiential process so that it's not just you on your own trying to figure out how to connect with your guides, but where everyone is kind of doing it together, where everyone is experiencing it together. And we even have an in-person retreat that is entirely dedicated to being able to do this work in person as a collective so everybody can kind of do trial and error and get comfortable, not just in doing the work, but in being seen doing the work. Because so many times the people who gravitate to my work, honestly, they are living these muggle double lives. They have this really innate, natural, spiritual part to themselves that they keep hidden from the rest of the world while they have to like blend in to get by in their regular lives. And so to be able to have a space that is dedicated to just being fully seen uh, in their power, in their glory is a pretty uh, powerful and potent medicine for the soul. And the rest of it is just honestly putting things to practice, gathering proof so that they're getting the clarity and the confidence that they need to be able to keep sustaining this work so they don't fall into the traps of, ugh, I already know this, so that we become these lifelong learners. We remain curious and open. We become like, I always joke about being like little detectives or PIs of the divine so that we're understanding the signs and symbols that we receive and we create our own little decoder ring. But that's a whole other conversation. So yes, all of this stuff is already within you, but unless you're actively using it, unless you're putting it to work, unless you're creating space, you're not going to get very far with it on your own. You're always going to be playing at the surface. And let's be honest, there's a reason you're listening to this podcast. 
you're not someone who wants to play at the surface. Playing at the surface is a trick of the ego to stop you from growing and expanding. When you are gravitating to different meditations, when you're reading the books and going to the events and the retreats and the whatever, when you are doing inner work on all these levels where it's a part of your life, whether you're public with it or not, there is an innate part of your soul that is drawn to this stuff. It's ready. It is craving more. It's like magnetic. It wants to draw these opportunities in so that you can keep growing and expanding. So it's really important that you remain in the driver's seat and that you're not surrendering and deferring your power to the ego or to anyone else and that you aren't letting your feeble little human mind, because let's be honest, that's really what it is, put any limitations on what is possible for you because the divine has got some big friggin' plans And the only way to let that in is to remain open. And that statement, I already know this, is about as closed off and limiting as you can get. So that is my invitation to you. When you catch yourself in that state of eye rolling and snarky little teenage voice, to recognize it, to call it out, and then to get open and get curious, to see things with the eyes of the newbie, and see what else you can glean from the situation. Now, registration is actually open at this moment for Due North. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'll make sure that the show notes have all the comment or all the details that you need to be able to find me online. And I would love to hear if you have any questions to help you decide if this is the right fit and the right next step for you. And until then, I hope you will join me in my Facebook community, The Lightwalker's Path, where we continue these conversations about raw, real, honest spirituality. Have a really beautiful rest of your week. Take care.